welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian. And today we have returning guest, Jim Hall of Brooklet Games. Welcome. Hi, Logar. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you back. And we're going to look at the visitor. Yeah, here's here's one of the things, the secrets is when you hold up something, you have to be talking or the video camera doesn't pick you up. (laughs) Uh, Yes, the visitor. Uh, so I'm holding up the, the, the zine here for the camera. This is uh, uh, the latest zine that uh, we put out from Brooklyn Games. Uh, it's got original artwork by Perplexing Ruins for the cover, and it's filled with uh, uh, with artwork from Perplexing Ruins throughout the book. Uh, and I mean, I just love the aesthetic. Uh, he makes some great stuff. But uh, it's filled with with random tables that are meant to inspire sort of extra-dimensional travelers, uh, you know, stories around extra-dimensional travelers coming to visit whatever plane you may be uh, on at a given time. And so like, I was talking with a friend about it. He was talking about how sort of like the ancient aliens sort of things. Oh yeah. Um, which, uh, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't believe in that stuff, but, uh, <laughs> but the theories there are like, these aliens came down and ancient civilizations uh, were unable to de- de- uh, sort of detect that they were just aliens with using technologies and thought that they were gods. And so I think that a really fun application of the zine would be, oh, you're, you're playing your fantasy game and some, and they're worshiping some visitor, some uh, extra planar being and calling it a god. But uh, yeah, so it's a fun, it's a fun concept. And I, I think it can inspire a lot of games, especially if you want to break out into a, a wider interdimensional uh you know sort of world well i've got i've got a, here's the thing is that we've talked to we're, we're getting ready to record and have just record quite a few different uh folks talking about planar travel and various things like that so i think it's coming at the perfect time right now we're gonna have like planar week almost going on here <laughs> soon <laughs> at the beginning of june so and it's such a fun uh, fun concept to play with. Oh yeah, I, I I've ran quite a few very plain or heavy campaigns and I'll I, and and if you're listening there's going to be a few episodes we're probably going to be talking about those very soon. I'm planning on actually after we record this tonight I'm going to be recording a couple episodes specifically about that. So, we're going to look at the visitor. Now you can go to Brooklyn Games Patreon. Well, this is available on the Patreon, but also uh, by the time this recording comes out, will be available in the web store as well. And so uh, if you do uh, decide to back uh, our Patreon uh, at Brooklyn Games or at uh, patreon.com slash Brooklyn Games, uh, you'll get the PDF of the zine uh, right away as soon as you sign up, along with all the rest of our zines. It's a great, it's a great deal. In addition to getting like a, a free, oh, not a free zine, but you can get a, a new zine every single month. At any rate, uh, you, you want to roll on this a little bit because this is, it's filled with uh, random tables here. Let's do some rolling. That's what we're here to do today. What am I going to roll to start with? What should I be looking at? Are we going to start at the beginning? Uh, yeah, let's start at the beginning here. So um, um, let me read the sort of introduction here. Between mirages and starry night skies, the desert bears witness to visitors crossing from worlds out of time. Um, and so to start off with, we're going to get some inspiration. What draws you to the desert? Go ahead and uh, roll 3d6, and we'll take a look at each each dice individually. 
we're getting rolled. I'm getting rolled. Okay, I each dice individually. Uh one, three, two. So that first one is a one. So you're fleeing uh twisted treasures. So maybe there's some sort of treasure that's cursed and you need to escape that treasure uh, by going to the desert uh, where you may encounter something crazy. I, I, I can think of I can think of quite a few things to plug into fleeing your twisted treasure. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, okay, so go ahead and roll a, a, a D10. This is a landmark for where you are heading in the desert. I rolled a one. I'm really, really, really good at rolling ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're you're maybe to escape this uh this treasure you heard that uh at these unusual red dunes there was uh some sort of cure there so uh roll 3d6 again for what exists at the dunes all right i'm gonna i think i'm shaking my mic when i'm rolling my thing here i gotta move back a little bit so i'm not getting uh... <laughs> I don't okay. know if the mic goes in or not i'll try to clean it up i'm sorry all right i rolled oh i didn't roll a single one this time my first die is a four so there are there's extreme temperature here so uh, either extreme hot extreme cold uh, with the unusual red dunes my mind goes to oh it's, it's extreme hot but wouldn't that be interesting if it wasn't <laughs> mm, maybe maybe it's a, a anomaly an, an anomaly cold red dune five uh you see a small animal there four and there, there seems to be some geometric patterns, maybe in the sand in the in the red dunes. And then an apparition appears. Uh, so go ahead and roll 3d8 for the vessel. 3d8. Let me yeah, get switch it up. One, two. Uh oh, I gotta find a third. Oh, here we go. 3d8. And I'm giving them to you individually again, correct? Correct. You know, I'm gonna switch one out because my eyes have a hard time seeing that one with my old age. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a two, a one, and a six. Okay, so uh, we have an oily, vibrating tear. Um, oh my! <laughs> so I'm imagining like a, you know, like the sort of iridescent kind of waves on a on that oil, uh, the surface of an oily water, or something like that. It just, I just, the first thing that came to my mind with that description was my car. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, maybe that's it. Maybe it's like this, this clunking, this clunking uh, spaceship kind of like rips through reality and appears. What emerges from the vessel? What emerges? What am I going to be rolling? That's, that's going to be 3D8 again. 3D8. And we have, you know, a few tables here, the appearance, their behavior, and then things like their destination and their power and their language knowledge but go ahead and, and roll the 3d8 to see what their appearance looks like it arrives after traveling through the ether from unfathomable places i've got a five a one and a six so it's a crackling dexterous slug oh so, oh <laughs> a dexterous slug that's a little incongruous but maybe the uh, the crackling is some sort of electric energy that it can use to uh, very deftly maneuver things that being said it's coming out of this clunky spaceship so uh maybe it's not actually that uh that precise with its 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 uh sparkling um crackling 
uh, sort of fields, if you will. Yeah, I, I, I'm a little grossed out by slugs at the moment. At my old house, we got these little slugs that would come up on the porch, and I accidentally walked out barefoot and popped one. Popped <laughs> <So when I laughs> it. It just God. popped under my foot. It was terrible. I was grossed out. So moving along to the behavior of the crackling, was a crackling what? Crackling, uh, crackling dexterous, dexterous slug. slug. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we're we're gonna do a D tens this time. Oh, I gotta get tens. I'm ready to roll another lot of eights. One, two, three. All right, here we go. Nine, eight, three. So their their purpose coming to this world is uh, transcendence. So they're looking to uh, maybe come closer to their to peace with their world, uh, and their disposition is is very calm. Uh, but their complication is they are at war with another species. Oh, no. So, uh, yeah, it's always a good one when there's some uh, interspecies uh, conflicts like that. Well, the trans transcendence and the disposition kind of reminds me of the day the Earth stood still, that old black and white movie. I'm kind oh, of yeah. thinking they're kind of like speaking, but there's a conflict that kind of, kind of puts me in the mind of, of putting a, a day the Earth stood still story together with that one. We're gonna to go to species name next. Yeah, we can do that. That's a one, just one D ten. I got an eight. Gar. Gar. It would also <laughs> be a good barbarian name if you were to name a generic barbarian like yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a, the low gars and the high gars. <laughs> I love it. The low gars and the high gars. Maybe that's the other species that they're at war with. The high gars. So what are we going to in the next ch chart? Um, so these are kind of more like one-offs. Uh, we have a D8 for the destination, a D10 for the power, and a D6 for the language. All right. Let me, I guess I'm going to roll all three. I, a, I just rolled an eight, a 10, and a six. Uh, the D8, I got a four. So uh, they are seeking wilderness. So, so that transcendence, they think they can find it in the wilderness. The 10 i got a nine uh so their power is create so the way i imagine this is they uh can sort of manifest things just with their maybe their using sluggish that. energy their crackling yes. sluggish energy yes <laughs> and then the then i for my d6 i got a one so they're psychic so they excellent. communicate via psychic energy excellent what are we moving on to next uh, the way that these these zines come about is I put out a survey in the Patreon where people can vote on what topic is going to be in the next zine. And so for, for this month, I had uh, uh, a couple topics that people could pick from. One was the uh, interdimensional species. That was with the top one that was voted. And unearthly relics was the uh, the second one that was voted for. So, so now we're looking at unearthly relics. So these might be things... Uh, either that the species has or that they're looking for, or maybe this is the treasure that you're trying to escape from. Uh, we're going to do a 3D10 to determine where this powerful unearthly relic might be hiding. And I'm giving you those individually, correct? Correct. I got a two, a four, and a six. The two, it's located in a cliffside somewhere. So maybe high up on a cliffside. It's under the cover of, uh, it looks like a moving animal. So maybe it was that animal that we saw earlier. They're small animals. Yeah. In the red dunes. 
So, uh, and so, yeah, maybe the dunes are next to a cliff or maybe the animal travels to a cliff and, and that, uh, and your curse item is like following you. Um, and then a trap. So something when you, when you reach the item, how's it, how's it trapped? I got a six. So a uh, signal. So it sends out some sort of a signal, maybe alerting a protector of some sort. Uh, who knows? Maybe another species. A warning signal. Yeah, maybe the other species that you're that the uh, our slug folks are the gar are at war with. Oh yes, you could bring them in, or it could even, uh, as at the same time, it could be sending the little the little animals to attack you. Yeah, <laughs> an army of uh, little little creatures. Uh, okay, so the last thing here um, is uh, the actual item itself. So go ahead and roll just one d10. Four. This is uh, the black box. So. Strike, striking something with the box results in an incongruously strong attack. It's a heavy material, and locked inside is a vision of a map. I'm, I'm picturing a 2001 Space Odyssey at the beginning, where the are they are they cavemen or are they yeah. apes? Are they and they're <laughs> the, what is that the a monolith? monolith? Yeah. A monolith is what it's called. I was I was picturing sort of like a, a handheld. Uh, sort of black cube that is, um, you know, weirdly heavy, and you're like, wow, what, what, you know, it's just, it's such a perfectly made material that it, it's, you can detect that it's unearthly in some way. They got that, they, they've got the new, um, they're making the new black color, black products that are supposed to be blacker than black or anything we've ever printed and the fabrics ah. and papers. Have you seen all that? No, but uh, um, that reminds me of it's called Book of the New Sun. Yeah, Fuligen is this color black that uh, the main character wears in the the Book of the New Sun. That's uh, yeah. Anyway, no that's, light that's a, can escape it. <laughs> uh, that's a really fun uh, science fantasy series that actually would kind of plug in with the uh, visitor pretty well uh, because there's uh, this this sort of uh, deep history of. Uh, essentially, the series takes place on Earth, but way, way in the future, as the sun is running out of uh, energy, and all technology is so advanced that it seems like magic. But the people nowadays don't really know, uh, you know, that that is technology. So, what was that called again? Uh, the Book of the New Sun, I believe. Book of the New Sun, and who who wrote that? I need to check this out. Uh, definitely recommend looking at, it, especially if you're into this sort of vein um a uh, gene wolf gene wolf G yeah j-e-a-n g-e-n-e all right we'll check then, that um, if if you do like that there's a an artist a comic book artist called well he's i know him on twitter from uh, as ramonkey uh perales and it's at ramonkey underscore art and uh, he's putting out like a, a compilation anthology from from that series. Anyway, if oh, you're into that cool. sort of stuff, you might, <laughs> might want to check it out. That sounds neat. Now, before we get off here, could you tell the listeners where they can find you uh, online, where they can check out your stuff? Yeah. Uh, so the, the best place to get our work is at Book of Games. Uh, I'm sorry, patreon.com slash Book of Games. But you can also buy our stuff a la carte either on uh, itch or from our web store just go to brooklyngames.com and you'll be able to find us there or you can follow me on twitter at brooklyngames thank you very much
And as always, if you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. Those of you that have it helped so much. We're on Facebook. Just search Wildbees and Wizards. Wildbeesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at Logar Hale Crom. Could really use support of the Patreon while you're up there. Check us out. Patreon.com backslash Wildbees and Wizards. And keep those dice rolling.